Welcome, everybody, to House 6, our movie podcast about movies. We continue our journey through Academy Award history, going through all of the best picture winners of all time. And we are on number six. That's and it. And it is, yeah, that, sadly, yes, Jared. That's <laughs> it. Um, and it is Cavalcade from 1933 in Fox Films. So before I get down to a little information, we always like to start off with a little teaser of what we thought of the movie, but in only three words. So, like, if we were the ones making the poster, and for my three-word introduction, I would say, time flies fast. Anyone want to go next? Oh, next. It never ends. <laughs> okay. No more children. <laughs> no more Damn. children. Oh. <laughs> Thomas? Dark, sexy war. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the sexiness were you watching? (laughs) Was it a separate video? No, there was plenty of sexiness on this pre-code stuff. You got the wrong one. (laughs) All right. Uh, The six Academy Awards were held on March 16, 1934, at the Ambassador Hotel, hosted by Cowboy Entertainer Will Rogers. The awards feature one of the first gaffes in award history when Rogers called up legendary director Frank Capra. To accept the award for best director, when in fact it was Frank Lloyd who had won. Oops. Eligibility window for winning films of 17 months was the longest in awards history. And it would follow as the yearly awards as we know today for the 1934 awards. So it took a while, but they finally got it down to one year. Uh, this was the last time no film had more than four nominations. It was the only year when only the Best Picture nominees had more than one nomination. Walt Disney was the first person to win consecutive awards for the cartoon short Three Little Pigs. So I, I'm sure you guys all have that song stuck in your head now. <laughs> Cavalcade won Best Picture, then called Outstanding Production. Uh, beating out nine other films, including adaptions of Little Women in A Farewell to Arms. Catherine Hepburn won her first of uh, record four Academy Awards for Best Actress for Morning Glory. Little Women won for Best Adaptation. Cavalcade added Best Director in Art Direction to take home the most awards of that night. So now let's move on to the movie. Cavalcade is based on a play, and it was directed by Frank Lloyd, the first Scotsman to win an Academy Award, winning for 1929's The Divine Lady and Cavalcade. He he would be nominated five times and go on to become the president of the Academy. The film stars English actors Diana Winward and Clive Brooke with Winward becoming the first British actress nominated for an Academy Award. The film was shot in London and is one of the first films to feature mild profanity. What's your profanity? (laughs) The massive soundtrack. Should I I go over the profanity on that? (laughs) Yeah, let's wait till the movie, because I missed it, so you're going to have to point it out. I knew when that was. Yeah. Uh, The massive soundtrack includes original compositions and popular songs. 
uh, it has like f- over 50 musicals things on the soundtrack. Uh, the film was a box office and critical success and was said to be a favorite movie of a certain German dictator who's going to go unnamed here. Uh, <laughs> the film was Fox Films. Uh, the film was uh, Fox Films only Academy Award for Best Picture before the studio merged with 20th Century Pictures, creating 20th Century Fox. And we all know they would eventually get bought by Disney and go back to the 20th Century name. But no more Fox, a race from history. So that is just a little info on the background of what was going on for this 1933 film. We usually start with the characters for the movie. So I think we'll start there. Uh, I think it's funny. I mean, the uh, what was her name? <laughs> So it says it stars um, Diana Winward and Cl- Clive Brook. The, the husband character, not a lot to do in this movie. So I guess you could say it stars Winward more than him. But what do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like she was definitely way more of the focus. Like- yeah, the, the, the mother, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like they yeah. weren't even really that much of the focus mm-hmm. until it kind of got further into it because initially I felt like, you know, we're watching the maid lady and her husband start their life and go on to their own things and watch the kids do their own things. And you circle back around to the parents like, oh, okay. This is basically the, the first season of Downton Abbey is this first part. <laughs> a maid gets married to a butler and actually, yes, that happens in Downton Abbey. Okay. So yeah, those, uh, like we said, Winward's pretty much the main star. Like Michael said, it doesn't focus on her right away. Um, but she does. If we want to talk about this movie real fast, it just seemed like my opinion, it just seemed like a bunch of stories and not like a whole cohesive storyline. Um, and that's why you did like the main characters don't show up right away. It was kind of like we had another movie like that. I think it was uh uh All Quiet on the Western Front. It was kind of mm. like that where we don't meet yeah. the guy real fast. So maybe that was an old movie type of thing. Um, so why don't we go through the plot a little? So we'll go fast. Tell me if you guys want to stop and um discuss something. So this plot starts with a credit crawl. So it kind of reminds you of Star Wars with the little credits <laughs> flying up in the air. Um, and then the music going on during the title card sounds like a graduation. So sounds like people are graduating. That's something like that. Uh, the movie actually starts on New Year's Eve and they're going into 1900. And these are English people. So it takes place in England. Are they in London? Does it say where they are? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I believe so. Okay. Yeah, because they're in the same uh, whole time. So. so going on at this time is the second Boer War. I believe it's the second one. Um, so the guys are talking about leaving for war. Uh, the butler's like all into it. He's like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and the ladies of the house are like, they don't really they don't really want to see their guys go into war. And that'll be a theme. In the movie is the main lady. She she does not like war at all and does not um, take well to whenever they announce it. 
Uh, so they go to war. And then we get this scene with the casualty list because the war is going on. So they go and check the casualty list. And they're like, hey, they're still alive. Uh, but then some other lady in the background faints because her... Or she screams and then faints. She like her... turns away from it and then screams and then falls over. Like it yeah. wasn't while she's looking. I was like, "What? Did it take a while for it to click? I guess maybe for it." Well, she like looked at it, t- took two steps, and went. Oh. Although we do have to touch back on before before the dad goes off to war, because we get introduced into, to his sons, and specifically his youngest son Joey, who immediately you realize is an absolute psychopath. This yes. kid's like. You're going to chop up into little bits, right, Daddy? And he's like, oh, well, I'm, oh, we, we yeah. don't need to talk about it. It's like, please say you're going to do it, Daddy, please. And he's like, well, even <laughs> little even bitty bits. Back, <laughs> even when the dad came back, he's like, how much you kill? He's like, we're not oh, going to yeah. into that. <laughs> yeah. That kid's crazy, and he grows up, and he's still crazy. I wanted scalps, Dad. I want that seed to be noted. That, that how did it is, feel, Father? This kid's a psychopath. <laughs> what did it feel like when the light <laughs> left their eyes? So that's Tell a good me. Point. That's a good point. We do see kids kind of grow up in this movie. Um, I didn't even like register like who the because there's a scene where these kids are playing. I thought they were all siblings, but apparently uh, the girl is just their friend. I think the girl um, is the friend of the mom's friend. Yes. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that'll play a part uh, when they get older. So there's they another They scene. don't get too old. So we're still in. <laughs> Dig it, Thomas. We're <laughs> foreshadowing. Uh, so there's another scene where they're still in war. There's like this organ grinder guy downstairs um, below the building playing Just music. Being a real jerk. Oh, yeah. yeah. Throw a point at me. I did not down the street. <laughs> the mate's like, get out of here. And throws <laughs> a coin at him. And he's like, okay, I'll leave. <laughs> They go to a theater where they watch the kind of the entertaining of the troops. Um, this is probably Jared's favorite part is the songs in this. Because <laughs> 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 uh, they got that high pitch um, squawking. That no, that's <laughs> fine. It's like the Snow White is the lady singing. It is <laughs> so grating on my ears. That one dude's dance was really weird where he just had his hands down, his legs were sticking out at either end. I was like, I can't really follow what you're doing, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I'd love to see Michael Nadia's. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Boer War is a war between the Dutch and the English. And it took the place. Bloody in, Dutch. The Bloody, bloody Dutch. Dutch. Um, it took place in South Africa. It was kind of a colony war. The colon- How they long wanted- did it actually last? Because in this movie, it, it felt like a week. Uh, not it's a long. weekend. Yeah, it's not a very long war. I think it's four years or something like that. Really? It seems like a long mm. war. I don't think uh, it was that long. Three years. Three eight, years. 1899 to 1902. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Um, Seemed like the weekend, like Michael <laughs> So they there's a stupid scene where they're like, where's Africa? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know yeah, where it is, baby. but She's where like, is She's like, you stupid girl, I've never heard something so dumb. Well, even like the butler's like, I know where it's at, but you know, don't ask me where. Everyone's like, I know where it's at, but I don't know where. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, it's like what are we trying to get to here? What is <laughs> well, I was like, Africa, it's it's there, it's like south. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't I know, know the grid yeah. coordinates. It's, that it's like, where's 
It's like, where's uh, where's England? It's like across the Atlantic. I don't know the grid, grid coordinates here. I want the way. coordinates yeah. below the equator. I don't know. Leave me alone. Yeah, that yeah. was that was one character that never really had a purpose or any sort of like reasoning. Is that any character that like took over? The cook. All? Yeah. Yeah. And she was like. Well, it's like, was she giving what the do you butler, like the side eye too? Like, oh, and then she went oh. and married that other guy and just was angry the whole time. The whole time she was angry. Whole time. Whole the whole time. time. Even the even the butler when he got back, he's like, who the hell is this? <laughs> it's like, like a hey, what? Yeah. <laughs> so the boys do return return home. Um, like right after that scene. The boys are back in town, the and that song starts playing. Town. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like Night's Tale. Yeah. So the butler, whose name was Alfred, um, He's all jazz. How cliche. He's all jazz because he's home and he, he like bought a pub. Oh yeah. With help from Robert, the other guy. So he's like, You want to be a beer maid? And she's like, not really, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be a winch? No. Is it I mean he seems pretty old, but his wife seems like really older. I don't know. Um so that guy died at like 40, is how old he was when he died. But I swear. He looks like he's in his like late fifties. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the inconsistencies with the makeup changes, especially in this first time jump, is astounding. Because like he looks super old. The mom of the original kids looks the exact same. The wife looks a little older of his, and then the dad looks older. And yeah, I was I was like, how much time has actually been? Like I looked at the eight, the year, but you, you seem like you've missed forty years. What's happening, dude? <laughs> War takes a toll it's on it's all the alcohol, Michael. man. <laughs> So the guys are all happy, but the happiness does not last very long because they get the news from out, like outside the window. Queen Victoria has died. She was. Uh, do you know what she died of, Thomas? Was she just I think, old? Just, I think she's just old. She was one of the longest living monarchs. According to Elizabeth. one of the characters, she's old and needs her rest. Yeah, old and needs memes. So the great queen has died. Um, so everyone's kind of bummed about that. Um, and then let's see, there's a ball, some kind of ball. They're like at a party. I don't really much remember. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like a so, ball, like a toy or something. I was like, huh? <laughs> I don't remember a ball. There's like a fancy party. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember what they're doing there. It's after. Oh, the yeah. Okay. Like the okay. street party or whatever. Is it something? All I have is written down his balls. So that's all yeah, I-, I think they were all dancing in the street or something because the little girl went out because she was doing her oh, weird yeah. dancing thing. No, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't think that's it. But I forget her. We'll get to it. Yeah, from what I can tell, she died of old age. She reigned for sixty-three years, which is a long time back mm-hmm. in the eighteen hundreds. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, when you're queen, you don't want to give it up. So the title tells us that we are going to 1908. Um, so we got to mention there's like title cards and there's this like procession of knights that yeah. like every time we go like, through a new. Why, why do we switch to Robin Hood for a second? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, I guess because the title's cavalcade, so you got to like see a cavalcade. Oddly enough, the the butler was in Robin Hood with Errol Flynn, played the hunter. Okay. Uh, so, like we said, it focused more on the butler and the bar, uh, the maid at first. So we go to Alfred's bar, and he's kind of laughing it up with his boys. But we find out that 
it's not all good times for Alfred because he's late on the rent again. Apparently, he's getting high on the supply, on his own <laughs> supply. Uh, he likes to drink. Uh, it's, it's so bad. Fair. It's so it's bad fair. that his little girl doesn't even want to kiss him. He's like, <laughs> like, that was an uh, unpleasant scene. Yeah, it was because he's, he's like, like, give me a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Too good to kiss your old man, eh? <laughs> uh, we get we get this afternoon tea kind of thing uh, scene where the the main uh, the wife of Robert. Why do I forget her name? Diana or something. Uh, she is visiting uh, her old friends. The maid. The maid. The butler's not there because they told her. The maid kind of told him, like, don't be here at this time because <laughs> I don't want you embarrassing us. Um, there's this pompous guy. I don't even remember where this guy came from. He's a friend of hers, I her think. cousin or something like that? Something. And then she married um, the, the Annie chick. Or he yeah. Or the Annie chick, not she. And he's like, oh, I'm so cool the whole time or something <laughs> like that. Um, so Alfred does come back. And it's like, this is why you wanted me out. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, how dare you people? And uh, apparently Diana had given Fanny, who's the daughter of Alfred and his Fanny. wife. He gave her a doll or they gave her a doll. And Alfred's like, hey, I can afford to give her dolls or something like that. But he kept calling him. You stuck up something. Uh, something like that. But he yeah, was like, yeah, you guys are stuck up. And he's like, give me that doll. And she's like, no. Knobs, I think he was calling him. Fanny gets a, like upset and runs away so he's got to like run after her. there's like a bunch of stuff happening in the street at that time for some reason i don't know if they're having a party or something uh and then alfred dies he gets run over by a, like a fire truck or something yeah it's firing yeah there's a there's a carriage there's a fire yeah carriage. a horse-led fire engine and he which I hope that was a dummy because they just ran straight over. I don't him. think it was, dude. I think it was the actor. <laughs> I, I mean, see a cutter. It was the rest of the movie. They did not stop. <laughs> He's like, I'm ready. I got this. Um, Guys, script change. He so this was, this was a creepy scene because like they tell her that Alfred's died. She runs out there and like starts crying. But then you see Fanny just dancing. In the, yeah, in the yeah. street, like yeah, alarming. my dad's dead. <laughs> um, that so, worked. <laughs> so we move on to 1909. A year has passed. Uh, Fanny wins a prize for something, uh, singing or something like that. She gets like a bear. This other girl can't take it, man. She wanted to win. Oh, uh, yeah, the one crying. And she screams her head off. <laughs> <laughs> All the way home, too. Well, oh, then the dad, like, scenes. picks her up and, like, walks her right through the crowd. He's, like, I'm here like, while they're walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go around, dude. <laughs> She's like, Fanny sucks. <laughs> uh, we get kind of reintroduced to Edward, who's. The older boy, and he's grown. Um, grown like 20 he, years in eight in like eight years. Yeah. And he's got a uh, sweetheart, Edith, who was that play friend he had. And they're kind of sweet on each other. He takes her down to the beach. Uh, are they? I, the mom was like, you think they're romancing? That's how she said it. And I was like, oh, my. He's like, they're not I, romancing. They're disgusting. <laughs> he kind of proposes to her not he i mean he's leading to that i thought he was going to but he never kind of 
he's like, he's just like, I really like you. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah. <laughs> and she's like, look at the big steamer. Foreshadowing. Um <laughs> but not no, too foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> foreshadowing is in the next scene. <laughs> so 1929 comes around. No, 1909. 09. Uh, why did I put 29? That's way in the future. <laughs> That'll be way in the future. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 1909. Uh, Edith and Edward are on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Let that hang. <laughs> They're talking. They talk about... What do they talk about? They talk about like the future. They, they talked and... about some very like awkward things. Like I really wish I had other love affairs because I would have learned tricks. Oh for you. Yeah. yeah. I'm like whoa. <laughs> and then she's like super depressing. She's like, "Do you think we'll be together forever? I want to make sure and keep you, but we probably won't be." He's like, "How long do you think we'll have?" <laughs> oh, I don't know. A long time, forever. <laughs> and then well, they split. Like, she's like, like, "That's why. That's why they cheat, you know, because they they get bored of the tricks." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, "We can this move relationship past that, has no stability. <laughs> please move past." I think these kids are gonna make it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got a bright future, Ed. <laughs> and then we get the shot of the boat's name. <laughs> RMS Titanic. And it's the Titanic. Um, I'm surprised there wasn't like a slide whistle when it showed the names. Like, they part and it goes, suckers. Oh, man, that's sad. <laughs> and then. To get even brighter, we go to 1914. Oh, <laughs> it's just bundles of laugh there. So Joe is older too now, and him and Robert are talking about all the situation, political situations going on in the world. They're um, not talking. Joey's like reveling and like eagerly anticipating <laughs> murder and death of millions of people. And he's like, he's been yes. waiting. Magnificent <laughs> was his favorite word. Everything was magnificent. You're like, God. Get oh, yeah. He, yeah. He was kind of creepy. Man. I forgot yeah. he said that. He's like, he's oh, crazy. <laughs> he's like, bring on Japan. Bring on China. Bring <laughs> well, on yeah. America. He's like, it's the whole world. Let's do this. <laughs> um, so they're talking about it. And then it comes like, they announced in the street, hey, we're at a war. And they're like, okay, we're at a war. He's like, let's um, celebrate and drink. And his mom yeah, like, he just, no. he just hear a champagne bottle. So the next scene, Joey's in his kind of, well, we see, yeah, Joey's in his uniform. They're kind of giving him a farewell party. Uh, and he sees Fanny for like the first time since he's been older. And he's like, hey, that's for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's like a famous dancer. And so she dances. She doesn't even sing at that part. She's just dancing. Um, and that would have been and awkward. I don't know. Um, so he kind of he's he's. He he likes her, so he gives this guy some cash so he can like sneak into her room, uh, <laughs> which is not a great plan. I don't because he like goes in there and starts undressing, and he just stands there, and it's like mm -hmm. I don't think girls are attracted to that. But um, well, I I think it was funny is that because he was like, oh yeah, cool, I'm here, and she's gonna turn around and be surprised. It's like she's not turning around. She's not turning around. She's getting undressed uh, <laughs> with the door open. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of like looks around. He's like, um, door. He like 
Well, I like how he like hits the door and she's like, whoa. And he goes like, hi. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, what the heck are you doing in here? And he's just like kind of pervy the whole time. He's like, hey, you know me. And she's like, I have no idea who you are. He's like, no, you do. (laughs) Well, He's like, my name's Joe. She's like, I have a dog named Tarzan. What about it? (laughs) Yeah, I like that. So finally she remembers him and then they're okay. It's all okay now because they're friends from a long time ago. Um, so they that go up. Works? That's how it works. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, go, I need to check on some. Haven't you watched <laughs> anime? <laughs> oh, okay. They go up on the roof and she's like, hey, look, a Zeppelin. Um, <laughs> I got very happy at this party. Yeah, Thomas well, got very happy. The fact that they're like, there's an air raid. Get in the basement. Let's go to the roof. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah. Let's go, go up to the roof. Okay. <laughs> But credit where credit's due, this was a cool scene. Like the fact that we actually got to see an air raid and it actually looked somewhat. You just like realistic. the Zeppelin. I like Zeppelins, okay. <laughs> just besides that, the fact that we actually got to see a bomb drop and like the thing exploded on. A... Yeah, but our characters were like, "This is exciting and What's awesome." It? Thomas, well, was she it said glorious. Was it she said glorious. Thomas? No, she <laughs> said glorious is what she said. So she's a little psycho too because she's like, ooh, let's stay out here and yeah. just watch. Um, <laughs> what did he say? He's like, what am I grabbing? It's like a squish banana. I'm like, oh yeah. I don't know what it's you're my grabbing. makeup bag or something like that. <laughs> it's like, what, but why? <laughs> just go well, How did door. she know all of a sudden like what he was grabbing? She's like, I know what a squish ban- pile of squish bananas feels like. <laughs> oh, oh no. Um, <laughs> oh no. So we go to 1915 and we get this kind of long war montage that lasts like three years. So basically it's soldiers marching. It's there's like singing. Um, there's like faces just singing at you. And- this was actually a cool scene because the soldiers kept marching in, in a continuous like uh, feed and into the war. It's like a meat grinder. They just kept pushing soldiers and soldiers and they just keep dying and dying. Mm-hmm. And what's kind of cool is that when it shifts to 1917, Yankee Doodle starts playing and that's when America entered, entered the war, which I thought was a really cool detail. So. Yeah. yeah so we get marching, we get dying. Lots uh-huh. of dying. Lots of Lots dying. Of dying. Uh, skip ahead to 1918. Joey, uh, Joey's still into Fanny and Fanny's still into Joey. Um, he well, I bet Joey's her. into Fanny. He's he's on our leave. British listeners can't listen to that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's on leave, so he visits her at her club, um, and then he proposes to her. And she's not. You want to do this? She's not. That's that how happy. I'm going to propose. You want to do this? <laughs> you in? <laughs> Get it done. <laughs> um, she's not that happy about it because she's like. We're different classes, you know. <laughs> uh, I come from your maiden butler, basically. And Joey, I don't think he he has to go back home. He's got to see his mom before he leaves. And he doesn't re- he's not going to tell her because he knows that she probably wouldn't approve. Um, so he goes back to war. Uh, he meets this bright-eyed soldier who's like yeah can't wait to get to the front or whatever and he's like yeah sure <laughs> sure pal <laughs> i gotta go visit my dad he does kind of a weird scene because he's like hey hey you over there and he's like no way i'm busy <laughs> turn around um, old man 
He doesn't even recognize his own son's voice, I guess, but Robert's there. He's, I don't know, he kind of gives the orders. What is he doing? He's just a colonel. Yeah, he's just kind of there to boss people around. <laughs> he's supposedly he's a lord, right? Is what they yeah. So yeah, he's probably some kind of higher up. So they talk about stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, I have a interesting tidbit. Beat <laughs> um, your tid, Thomas. Sorry, sorry. Okay, so World War One was officially the last war in. Great Britain, at least, where you could buy your commission. So, if you were had well, if you had a wealthy enough family, you could buy a uh, commission in the military. Mm-hmm. And that's how most of the military has worked since, like, the beginning. Uh, you had a few people that made it from rank and file up to commissioned officers, but normally it was the ruling class that was the commissioned officers, not because of merit, but because they had to actually buy the commission from. The government. Interesting. And how the English did it for a long time. They were like, let's go to war. I'll pay for it. All right. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing is that after World War One, a lot of the nobility died. And they also like, yeah, maybe this isn't the best idea. So <laughs> maybe we should officially have military schools. And yeah, that might actually work better. So we get the reunion between the dad and Joey. And then we cut back. To oh Jane, Jane's her name, not Diane. Uh, Diane's her real name, but Jane, she's uh, she's not oh, the, very a mom. Yeah. Okay. She's she just she hates war throughout the whole picture. She's kind of like crying about it all the time, and she sees people like she just she just does not have a high opinion about it. Uh, which is understandable because her husband and kids are in it. Um, and then they're talking to her. Oh, the the maid. She's like, she's like, hey, you want to know something? Um, <laughs> Joey and Fanny are going to get married. And so Jane's not too happy about that. She's like, you know, I don't know about this. And she kind of tells her to just like get out of her house. Stop talking. The way that she says, like, they're having... An affair. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Jane's not too happy and she's like, get out of here, man. I don't even want to talk to you anymore. Get out uh, of here with before, that mess. Before she can leave, though, they get the the news that Joey has actually died in the war. Um how does she react? I'm trying to remember. Doesn't does she, she faint to the ground? Yeah, yeah. Faints, yeah. Lots of things yes. to be done. Though it was uh, a more immediate reaction than that lady at the train station. It wasn't delayed, that's true. Take five yeah. steps and faint. Uh, so the end of the war happens. We get uh, this montage of kind of the world changing. Uh, everyone's like doing drugs and stuff. <laughs> it's like the 60s of the also, time. <laughs> the gays are also a thing now, apparently. Did you not see that part? Yeah, there were a I lot did. of like weird little text tidbits in there. Yeah, no. So. Times they do a changing. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we get Fanny. She's singing. She's like famous now. Um, we go to 1933, and this is the end of the film. Jane and Robert are old. She's playing something with her friend. I can't tell. She's just. Look like cards or something. I don't something, know. Why. Bridge, I don't know. 
Oh, you need people for bridge, but I don't some, know what the heck they're some doing. Kind of Bri- some kind of British thing, like, oh, this is the <laughs> big bat bit baron. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, that one. Uh, so they're like, they talk about New Year's and like, this is their tradition. Um, and they're kind of talking about the future. Robert, they say, is always an optimist. So he thinks the future is going to be okay. Um, so there we get that, that montage again about apparently it's not going to be okay. <laughs> um, well, this is 1933. Yeah, little things did, are about to go happen. Yeah. <laughs> little did they know what was coming up. Um, but they drink to the future in peace. Um, and that ends our movie. Jared, you had thoughts about the ending of this movie. What <laughs> the end? Yeah, you said it would never end. Oh, it's just this movie. I felt the time. It just felt like I was aging with these people. It, it oh my god. <laughs> I just felt like the I feel like the movies are getting older worse. Really? Yeah. So this movie is an hour and 52 minutes, I think. So just under two minutes or two hours. And two yeah, minutes. go ahead. Did everybody watch this on YouTube? No, no, I no. watched it. I rented it from Apple. Yeah, oh, it's free on YouTube. I had to download. I didn't know it that. Work without <laughs> internet. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Sorry. Anyway, go ahead, Jared. Oh, um, I don't have much to say. I just really didn't enjoy this movie. It just <sighs> it, uh, not much happened. I just you just follow these people around until like from a certain time to death, and you're just like. I guess I don't I don't know. I don't I, and they're not none of them are that enjoyable. Although Michael talking about Joe is kind of fun because it's, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> if he hadn't have died, he would have become the Joker. <laughs> the kid just wanted mayhem, man. I don't know. The music kind of I didn't like the music. I feel like I just feel like the audio is getting worse in these movies. Um hmm. I don't know. And there wasn't like a scene like, you know, how every movie there's like True. the scene. There wasn't a really one that stood out to me. I don't know. It was just it was just a cavalcade of mess. And just <laughs> So did go anyone have go a to your positive? Room. Go to your room. Anyone have a positive opinion of this movie? Thomas, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I actually really like this movie a lot, believe it or not. Um. <laughs> This, I think, is probably a period epic, I guess, would be the best way to say this. Um, I, I really it did enjoy uh, the passage of time between all these characters and how these two families were affected by the specific events in the world. Um, it, it's kind of funny that they include the Boer War. That never gets talked about, ever, because it's so overshadowed by World War One that happened right afterwards. And then the same thing happened to World War One right after World War Two. Like those are the the things that stand out. Uh, I I actually like the acting in this. I thought this was pretty decent. Nobody seemed too over the top. I mean, yes, I know the dialogue's a little dated, but I mean it's almost a hundred years old. So, and that's even further back too. Is that this was twenty years removed from certain parts of the movie? Um, I was going to say. I was actually going to say that's one of the positives. Is the dialogue didn't seem. No, no, terrible I, from the I other like, movies. I like the dialogue. It's just I, I know some of it. Some of the wording is a little dated, but everything that they said actually was 
very comprehensive. I didn't really get lost in the plot where it didn't make any sense. Everything like flowed really well. Um, the thing that it would, the, the standard will always be, is it better than Broadway melody? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, I actually like the music in this, but I like older stuff. Like I'm the old movie guy. And so I, I generally enjoy this type of, like type of stuff. The camera work in this was actually pretty cool and pretty great. Um, two shots uh, specifically stand out for me is one is when they're in the uh, the London house at the very beginning and they start in the hallway by the uh, by the staircase and the camera transitions into the room through the doorway to where they're at. And I mean, this is 1933. The cameras are about as big as a car. So that's a pretty impressive camera movement for that. The other one was during Jared's favorite part, the play, um, is when they are inside the auditorium and they focus on the the stage, the stage production's going on. And then when this, the production is like, you know, oh, clap, 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 whatever, is when it turns into the box seats where the main characters are at. So they this is like probably in a real stage. So they had to build a whole crane operation inside that stage get the lighting appropriate, not just for the stage to, for the camera to capture, but for the people in the box as well. So the production for that is, I don't even know how they would do that in 1933, but that was amazing. So that, and the fact that <laughs> the, the montage that we get for the war going on, world war one going on. And like I said, the meat grinder is pretty much what I got from that. Like, we're just funneling people into this and more and more people are dying. More and more people are dying. Nothing seems to be changing. America's into the world. More and more people are dying. Nothing seems to change. And there's always a, uh, a presence of each part of this, um, this movie is that everything is set off by midnight. Something always happens after midnight and armistice did happen at midnight, which I think is weird. Like when you, cause World War One was weird. They didn't just end hostilities when they agreed to it. They had to set a specific date. It's like, no, 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 we'll end at midnight. Well, a lot of operations were still going on. A lot more people died for no reason. And this is what brings us to that. And so, yeah, um, I I really liked this movie. I thought this was a really good movie. Probably the one I most enjoyed so far besides All Quiet on the Western Front, um, which I think is weird because like, it seems to be like if, if it's about World War One in the best pictures, we enjoy it. So I, I did enjoy this one. So yeah. That's mine. Anybody who wants uh, to go next? Michael. I'm actually in complete agreement with you there, Thomas. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. I like you you already brought up the acting. I thought it was actually like way steps above what we've seen so far. There were a few like weird dramatic moments where even the wife she she like spiked the camera twice, like almost intentionally, where she's just like, boom, right there. Like, I was like, that was kind of weird. But every character I thought was really, really well done. It also might just be, I feel like when British actors are just generally better than everyone else at acting. I don't know why. <laughs> I just feel like you watch something British, I'm like, it's usually better. Um, so quick thing is that apparently they record or they... <laughs> They set a camera and a mic inside of a production of the stage play to record it for the actors for them to watch. Huh. Interesting. So I'm like, that's kind of weird and kind of cool. Like in 1933, it's like, oh, we taped a play for you. 
what? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and but, then, uh, like you said with the cam work, there was one, another one that I was thinking about where um, the main husband and wife are entering that one party and the guy's like announcing everyone, which he announces too many people. They should have just started with a few less people. But uh, the camera cuts out to someone else going in that comes back into him and he's been, he's been putting on his glove the whole time. You can tell it's like a one. There are a lot of one takes in this that were surprising, like you said, for being back then. But uh, yeah. and he never quite got his glove on, which I was laughing at because he like he put it on her and there's his pinky still sticking out a little bit or like the glove extended because it was that one shot. And I doubt they wanted to do that again, Probably. but uh, he played it off well. Um, but apart from like the camera work, which I agree was really, really well done. There's the editing I was surprised with. Like there were a lot of like intentional transitions, which I feel like we haven't seen yet. Like most old movies, you know, it's fade to back, flay, fade to black, fade back in. But there was the one where circle fade. Yeah, or like where he's he's singing old old Lang Syne and then it transfers into the band playing it. Or there's one where uh oh gosh, someone was doing some action and just gets mimicked in the next scene where they had a lot of really good transitions where it kept the flow of the movie really, really, really well, in my opinion. Um so yeah, I felt like this movie was very, very um just pleasantly surprising. Like the story I was into, I liked I liked that kind of like separate from the war. Like we're just seeing like the effects of the family. I feel like some of the characterizations, like I keep bringing up Joey was just ridiculous in my opinion. Like he was <laughs> genuinely psychotic and I didn't understand how <laughs> he wasn't put in a psych ward throughout this movie. He fought um, over cake with his brother. He did. He fought. Yeah, I mean, they chunked the cake on a lady's hat. <laughs> Lady was kind of cool about it. So I was appreciative of that. Um, but even the things like, 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 they bring up at the end where the <laughs> Joseph made the joke of times they do be a changer. Whoever's like said that. Um, it's just very interesting of that kind of like extreme dark moment. Like they, they give you the different people trying to hold on. You have the politicians up there, the preacher that's like getting like a little bit of his monologue, and just different people kind of trying to take hold of this just mess that's happening with humanity. Where like Thomas keeps bringing up so many people died for just needlessly, and it's like I don't know. I thought, I thought it was a really, really interesting kind of. Um, I'm blanking on the type of movie this is. Uh, not place and time movie. What they call these? What do you call it? Period, period piece. There you go. I was like, I can't think of what the phrase is. Um, but yeah, I really, I thought it was really, really well done. And what they, what they were aiming. Have you do. ever, have you ever seen Atonement? Mm-mm. That's what it's Kieran Knightley. Yeah, in James Rackerboy. This movie reminds me a lot of that. You need to watch. That I know one. nothing I about that movie, but it's always been on my list. Just go into it blind. The book's really good too. By the way, it's like. Yeah, I was going to see it if he's blind. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Like that one guy at the end who's reading Braille. Oh, yeah. Well, all of them. (laughs) Yeah, they were all trying to do wicker and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, so for me, I'm a little more on Jared's side. Um, Just because the story was so disjointed, it it wasn't like cohesive. It just seemed like a bunch of uh, little vignettes about this time period. Uh, like we said, the main characters don't really get much to do uh, until half of the movie's over. I, I, I actually, of all the characters, I think I enjoyed the kids. I like their kind of stories the most. Um, the mom, I couldn't understand her sometimes. Like, there's this scene where she's she's all upset about them going to war in the beginning. And she keeps saying something, but I can't <laughs> figure out what she was saying. And like, she like yells out the window. Do you guys know what she was saying? I'm trying to remember. I can't remember. I could well, not that, make it out. I don't think that was her. That was her friend. 
No, it was her because no, I know what Joseph was talking about, but yeah. I, I remember I remember having trouble understanding. I think I did get it on the last one, but I can't remember what the heck it was now. But yeah, I remember being I like, what is she saying over and over again? Uh I'll agree with you. The acting was more naturalistic than we've seen. There's a scene where Robert like kisses Jane, and it was like a it was a natural kiss. It wasn't like that overplayed stuff that we where they seen. like smash their faces together. Yeah, yeah, it seemed like they were actually kissing. Although we did get a uh, Joey and and Fanny were with the weird like cheek hug. They're just like oh. talking with their cheeks <laughs> facing the camera. You're like, yeah. Ugh. I will give it. I will like what Joseph is talking about when Robert comes back from the war and he's like, "Everybody, get out of the room! Get out of the room! Get out of the room!" And oh yeah, that was very her. genuine. Like that was a genuine moment. Yeah. Yeah, so I just I would have liked more character work. Um, I know they wanted to point out these times in history, uh, and we've seen other movies after this that'll try to do that too, where um, there's like they want to tell a whole kind of century of stories. Um, so it's kind of hard to focus on characters if you do that because characters come in and go from the story, uh, and they age and stuff like that. So it would have been nicer if they focused on the family instead of like that part with alfred and the maid i mean i guess it kind of tells you where fanny came from um but it just seems like that those two characters we didn't really need that much story from um but yeah so that's where i'm at it wasn't my favorite movie it, it was just it it was kind of boring to me to for lack of a better word but it wasn't like boring where i just wanted to leave or something like that it wasn't like bad it was you not know, like you said broadway it, it wasn't broadway musical it just it didn't have that like jersey it didn't have that one scene that i really love uh even from like one of some of the worst movies that they have a good scene like uh cimarron like cimarron was kind of crazy but it had that good courtroom scene with Yancey and stuff like that. Um, Anything with Yancey was great. What yeah, Yancey was great. He's the um, best ever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of my opinion on the start. When, uh, we, when we review, when we get to movie number 10, we'll do the whole decade and kind of tell you what our favorites of the decade were. And kind of, number kind five, of rank right? Mm-hmm. this was six 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 yeah. oh wow we're farther along than i thought so we will come back next time with probably our first real iconic movie um and that's it happened one night from 1934 so the big stars big movie um uh, if you want to subscribe to us on this channel so this is how six this will also be a podcast so if you're listening to from podcast land that's uh thank you for that uh but for everyone else they're probably on youtube seeing this and if you want to email us you can do that at health six movie podcast at gmail.com uh we have another channel that's our main channel it's called that's good stuff where we do newer releases so go check that out uh we have another channel called that's weird stuff we do kind of weird stories. Our it's kind of our mystery channel. Um, we have Jared just created a new channel. That's good anime. So he's doing stuff over there now. 
select your players over there too. You can find all these on our YouTube page. Um, I have at the bottom of the page, you can find our channels and, and subscribe Instagram. to those. Yeah, Instagram. What's our Instagram handle? That's Good Stuff Productions. Okay. All one word. So, yeah, uh, leave any comments. We appreciate those. Like, subscribe, and notify yourself for even more good stuff to come. And we will see you next time. Bye.